Hello, skaters. You're listening to another edition of Scape Talk, where hero skaters talk hero scape. This is episode five. I'm Screaming Truth, owner and operator of HeroScapers.com, and on today's show with me is David Richards, also known as Hextrip. How you doing, Truth? Hey, what's up? Not much. So Dave has been known around the HeroScape forums as Hextrip. Uh, that's H-E-X-T-R-1-P since the uh, beginning of time in HeroScaper years. He's been with us since .NET, and as long as he's been with us, he's been designing HeroScape banners and website graphics and all that. He's known as the graphics man in the HeroScape world. I do my best. <laughs> so you you designed the first fan site graphic when you did the uh, the banner for .NET, right? Yeah, back in the day, like when I actually first found .NET, um, I remember Hero had actually done, um, put together a little bit of a contest because at the time he had the generic PHP nuke graphics with the, the hideous um, pea soup uh, yellow that he had going on back then. And um, someone put together some, some pretty cool um, graphics. They were very kind of minimalistic, very vector looking, but they just didn't really scream HeroScape to me. So the more I kind of got involved with the site, I started to, to prod Hero a little bit and say, hey, let me see if I can help you out a little bit. And from there, it just kind of took off. I just really wanted to give the site itself an identity kind of away from HeroScape, but at the same time still involving uh, the look of the game on a more mature level um, in the banner. And you did that well. In fact, I remember Hero being ecstatic about the new banner, and, and uh, he couldn't have found a better guy for the job. You are a professional graphic designer. Well, thank you. Schooled, schooled, and uh, you work in, in graphic design, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, right now, I'm actually working for a an international moving company. Um, I'm not going to give any plugs because, um, you know, I'm not not really having such a good time there. But, yeah, I've actually been... You're not a uh, corporate whore? <laughs> I'm not, I am not a corporate whore. I, I will not let them haul you or, or do any of that stuff. So. <laughs> Um, right now I'm feeling a little a little stagnant, but um, it's also kind of nice to be able to still do graphics uh, for Scapers.com as well as other places, kind of keep my creative edge going a little bit. Yeah, and speaking of graphics for Scapers.com, you designed the redesign that you can see on the front page now, and it just looks fantastic. It's just next level for the site. I've been trying to continually not leave the site the same, always push for something new, something better. How can we better the site how can we better the community how can we better the game and uh, i just thought that graphic design was just top notch for for taking us to the next level and really presenting the site in a way that that just oozes cool yeah i mean it's it's really coming it's really coming together and i'm not going to at all take any like all the credit for the front page design because there were a lot of people involved it was you who basically had the vision to put that together but then it was also fun run who i'm sure a lot of the members are are familiar with she's the she girl with half a face yeah it, we were, we were taking a collection <laughs> up to to have surgery to get her transplanted the rest of her face that's right. I'm sure we're actually going to have someone put a poll up as far as what face we're going to um, <laughs> g- give her eventually that'll, that'll be put up. But she, I think, um, I think it should be Fun Run from the nose down and Gene Simmons nose up. That will be hot. So hot. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. So, yeah, she had a lot of input. She um, was right there. And even as I was working on it, I'd send her some of my designs and she would critique them. And she'd critique them in a very positive way. She'd give me um, positive input, but also ways of which I could improve them up upon my design. So... I wasn't, you know, overly, overly confident always in, in what I was putting out there. But she really helped help put put it together. So, yeah, she's fresh I'll, out of design school too, and and she does yeah. have some. She does have some very good insight. She's good at what she does as well. 
she is very good at what she does, and she also helps um, put some of the code together. And then there was also Atmos Pro, um, who swooped our, in like a like a saving angel and uh, put the thing together when Fun Run couldn't figure it out. Heck yes, the celestial light just beamed behind him <laughs> as he just figured that the, the right side out and was able to move everything up. So that was that was very cool, very instrumental, and we basically put the whole uh, front page together as you see it now. If we didn't have Atmos Pro working like a friggin' dog on the HeroScape Codex, he would he would be able to do some really cool stuff for the site because he's he's a genius when it comes to all those PHP codes and all that that stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm actually really impressed what he and uh, the Codex crew have been just putting together just nonstop. It's insane. Every time. It's absolutely insane. It blows my mind every new issue that he has found the time and the energy to put that together because he is almost a one-man show. Sure, people write the articles, and then other people draw, and all those have these great contributions, but everything on the management side is all him, and the whole layout of the whole, what, 75 pages is all him, which is just an insane amount of work. For those of you who who don't have any experience in the field, it's an insane amount of work. It is an insane amount of work because that's basically what I do right now. I kind of do typesetting, and I take art, and I put it in, and it's it's just crazy. The the publication that's your full time job. Yeah, that's my full time job. I'm actually getting paid for it, and Amos Pro is just using his free time, if you could even call it that, and putting it uh, putting this whole codex uh, together. And actually, I'm I'm actually doing less than he is because I'm giving those stories that are already edited and artwork. I sort of have to prepare the artwork, but he has to do it all he is like you said he collects the articles he's he's amazing he deserves to be he deserves his own float in a heroescape parade that's what i'm saying let's see what what else what else what's up with the with you you got the horgle project i've tried to resurrect i don't know (laughs) i haven't dropped in and seen if you responded to my attempt at resurrecting that but uh I actually have uh, responded to it, and I'm starting to look through things again. I took it upon myself to finally order the figures of which I kind of chose from the Mage Knight line in order to make in Horgle. So, so you it can is photograph moving. them that because I'm sure that that the stock photographs are far too small for the quality of card that they, you plan on putting out. They are, and I, I tried to Google search looking for images of those figures at a larger size, but they just only have these little teeny 72 DPI images that people use for their web stores, and that's just not going to cut it. Plus, once I get them, I'll be able to kind of angle them the right way to make the and light them also so they're a little bit more professional-looking once I make the cards. Right. You'll have so. to be careful. I don't know if you've ever ordered Mage Knight figures before. But sometimes that uh, picture that you see up in the web stores is only a vague representation of what you're actually going to get. So yeah, yeah, so you I, might I, I have to do so. some retouch painting if you if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah, or what I can do is just take the pictures and then I'll just touch them up in Photoshop. So that'll work I too. Can do that. Yeah, I could do that. So like there was a lot of great ideas there. The whole concept of the project was smaller point <laughs> figures, right? Fill in figures, right? Yeah, exactly, filler figures, because at the time, really, the only filler figures that we had were the 24, 20, sorry, the 25-point Dumutef guard, as well as the Swag Rider, and then we were introduced to uh, Guilty McCreech, who, um, basically, when he came out, every single game that I play, like a tournament style, had him, because people had a few extra points left over, and they said, hey, what the heck, put him in there, and I'll, we'll, we'll call him a, a suicide squad, send him out. Low-point filler figures that are usable and add to the game. Exactly. Uh, and and what you've decided to do with it is basically create a whole new race for HeroScape. It's they're not orcs. 
they're orc-esque. They're they're maybe cousins of the orcs. Uh, And you're calling them the Horgal. And you got this really cool little general symbol for the Horgal. And like you've got all this, all the mercenaries. And you got the little banner with the Horgal on it. And you got all, you took all your graphic design skills and got everybody all pumped up about the project. So everybody kind of put in uh, their two cents. You put up a bunch of the figures and people put in ideas for for abilities and powers and you've taken a lot of them a lot of them are really really creative and uh it really got the creative juices flowing really had the community all hyped and then it fell off the map and then i left (laughs) yeah that was kind of i found it buried on like page eight (laughs) yeah that was my fault i've i've noticed that a lot of times in uh, projects that i start to put together for like scapers i just kind of leave them open and just kind of on the back burner and i move on to something else but but this one i mean the community did really kind of come together and start uh, giving a lot of input like Basically, I want to say 90% of the powers that I used for, for Phase 2 with some of the close to final um, characters of the Horgles weren't even my idea. I would just take in some of the figures and say, oh, this might be a good idea. And then someone would chime in and say, oh, well, what about suppressive fire or something like this? So it really, really grew into a lot more than I actually originally anticipated, which was just a lone custom project by me. So there are a lot of people I have to go through and eventually give uh, respect to for the help that they they put in towards that i think it's just about done isn't it oh yeah it, I mean, it just has to go into the graphic phase which i'm sure graphic... is going to end up looking spectacular oh yeah um i already have the the card put aside so i mean there's going to be some because i haven't looked at the card for so long so i'll probably go back and we could uh, just a little bit but i was pretty much happy uh, with the card template when it started so how did you go about making the card template did you start from scratch and kind of mimic the thing or did you take one of those scans that we have what I did um, a while back, a lot of people will probably remember when Hasbro put up the, the PDF of Nirac on uh, their site. And I was pretty hyped about that because uh, a lot of times the cards that they post on .com are, are web-friendly. So they're, they're not too uh, printer-friendly when you go to, to print them out on your inkjet. So when I saw this 5-megabyte file for Nirac, I instantly downloaded it. And the thing that was cool about this is when they made the PDF, they made it in a print-quality PDF file. So all of the text, all of the um, the hit zone area, that was all still vector. So when you're you're able to actually bring that PDF into Illustrator and strip out all the text, so you're basically left with a clean card with with no text or anything. I just had to mask out the image of Nirac, add some colors which well, represent the the Horgle horde, and then I was good to go. So we I- have the PDF, the full print files. We put them up on the front page and kind of you know this is where you buy the figure. Kind of dumb it down and make it easy for anybody who hasn't figured out okay i want to get into customs but i don't know who's good creators how do i get the figures we're going to spell it all out there on the front page have the, have links over to these big nice print files and and you'll be able to do some really cool stuff maybe even recommend some paper to print them on you know oh yeah definitely that's that's actually was the intent that's why i tried not only uh, tr- I tried to keep the powers really simple so that they didn't really kind of create uh, an aura of like a house rule, you know, so it stayed within the confines of the already established rules. And also another thing is because they are so low cost, like if you're just kind of putting together an army of official units and you have, say, 25 points left over, you'll say, oh, I might as well just try a custom. So you basically don't have like this super powerful custom out there, but it's just a custom you can put in game and say, well, let's just give a custom a try and, and see how it plays. And, and- and I'm very excited about the project. I've been excited about it since the very beginning. I think it's going to be very 
Very cool. Next level, as I like to say. So, Dave, this is the part of the show where I like to ask you, what's on your mind? Well, right now what's on my mind, I think, is HeroScape in 2007. We don't really know too much aside from Marvelscape that's going to be coming out, but just the little tidbits we get here and there from um, Hasbro reps or even at Gen Con is that 2007 is going to be huge for HeroScape. Yes, it seems that anybody that uh, is connected to HeroScape and uh, knows anything is giddy about 07. So HeroScape seems to be alive and well, and 07 is going to be a banner year for for the game. Definitely. And one of the things I'm looking forward to in probably, I think, just about three weeks is uh, Toy Fair because we haven't really gotten any any previews. The only real kind of preview we've gotten um, of official HeroScape stuff is that uh, Craig's favorite terrain hasn't been released yet. Um, and I'm hoping that we're going to get a little bit of a preview there at the at the Hasbro setup at Toy Fair. I didn't realize that the Toy Fair was that soon. Now, last year at Toy Fair, that spawned the infamous shelf photo that uh, was the <laughs> shelf photo that, that is like this tiny resolution we had that thing blown up and analyzed and color-coded <laughs> i think we had about 10 different graphics people working on that to get the <laughs> to get the best clarity of that thing just to figure out what the heck was on there so, we had so so much speculation going on as far as what figures it was ridiculous and as i recall all that hype was because we couldn't get a hold of a good photo of stuff like it wasn't like yeah, kosher could, to take photos at, at toy it, fair because stuff it, was still no i don't i don't even think it was that it was never really resolved as, as to why nobody uh got pictures of that i think what a lot of the people who were at the toy fair and they were taking pictures i think what they thought was the figures that were on the map were also those figures represented on the shelf and that just wasn't so so finally we got mr eric arneson from about.com who popped off a a good shot of the shelf and uploaded it to to his own area on about.com and that was just that was it so what I, what I'm actually hoping is that he is also going to be in attendance and seeing as how he's kind of helped us out at that point and even a little bit throughout the year after that as far as bringing us good images of HeroScape that he'll be able to do the same now that he knows you know what we're looking for well and he I himself, think he knows what yeah I think he knows yeah. what he's looking for he is a HeroScaper you know he yes, doesn't he, he doesn't involve himself too much in the conversations or whatever but he does a lot of articles more than uh, I think the site's fair share on about.com articles about HeroScape uh, and he, he went and visited the HeroScape room and all that That's stuff right. that he was all hyped about which yeah. is yet another thing alluding to, oh, what's in 07 that, what's on that other side of the room, you know? Definitely. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to um, HeroScape in 07. What do you think of, of Marvelscape? You mentioned that was one of the things that we know about for 2007. Uh, you got your little Spidey Man avatar, <laughs> so you can kind of tell that you're a fan. What do you, what do you think about superheroes coming to HeroScape? Well, uh, at this point, just from what we've been told from Hasbro, it's still supposed to be a game in and of itself. I mean, I'll really, it's really comes down to um, seeing the cards and just seeing exactly how uh, the heroes are translated into a HeroScape system. Uh, but personally, I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited about it. For the the one thing that got me into HeroScape in the first place was the fact that it was customizable and I would be able to bring superheroes into it. Once I actually got into the game, that that thought kind of left me because I was so impressed with the um, the characters and, and the heroes and squads already in the game. But now that we're going to have uh, official supers uh, from the Marvel Universe, which I think is the better universe, but that's just me, <laughs> It's I'm, I, I'm all for it. And I just really can't wait to see Spider-Man out there. And regardless of what Hasbro says about the game not, you know, 
there's not there's an official stance that you're not supposed to mix them, but you can. I'm going to be mixing Spider-Man in my game. So, right, well, we'll have to see how all those play out when they release. But the figures look absolutely amazing, and yeah. they just blow anything that uh, WizKids is doing out of the water. With their, no, no. they have the HeroClix system, uh, which have you ever played? HeroClix. I have not played HeroClix. I've seen some some kids play it um, at a at a local game shop, but I never really got into it. I I mean, I looked at the figures, but like you said, I wasn't impressed with the figures, so that's probably what scared me away. Yeah, I, I suffered through a demo of HeroClix at Gen Con, <laughs> and uh, suffered is the only way I can describe it because it was just awful. So really? HeroScape is gonna do a better job. It, it's just. You know. I mean, yeah. I mean, the the system itself is just so clean and and just so simple, and then just so fun. And then you also mix in uh, the terrain and the quality of the components, and you've got you've got a hit. So it'll just be interesting to see just how far they take Marvelscape. Um, whether or not they're going to introduce expansions on down the line, or or how they're going to continue the game, or even if they're going to continue the game, if it's just going to be a one time with Marvelscape. Moving on from that, your favorite HeroScape moment or memory? We've been asking interviewees, you know, kind of their favorite HeroScape moment. You have one for us. I do have one, and it's probably going to be a little bit different than other people's because in the previous cast I listened to, they've kind of at- attributed this section to uh, game moments. But for me, really, my my favorite HeroScape moment was actually when I first opened up the box, and I actually was able to take a look at the components because it was took me a while to actually purchase the game. I was a little bit hesitant because when I first saw an ad for the game, um, it was in a JC Penney's catalog. It was hyperactive had... eight-year-olds uh, throwing dice against the wall. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but they had they had like a, a six-year-old, what looked like a six-year-old in the ad playing a game. So I was a little tentative about it. But once I started to take the pieces out of the box and put the maps together and see the miniatures up close, I was I was really blown away because at that point, that was like back in what late 2004 at, at that point I w- had kind of gotten out of gaming a lot of my gaming uh, my friends had, had moved away they were in different states so I was more kind of focused on on other aspects but I was really missing my, my my old gaming life and and to see this and then just the fact that there it's basically I mean I hope nobody kind of gets down on me for this but it is basically you're playing with toys you know and but it, in a in a game system that is just fun and involved and and just just a good time so, anything else you wanted to uh, discuss before we closed it down? No, I think that's about it. I just want to say personally that I think basically all the decisions that you've been making so far and everything you've done with the site to see it progress and evolve have, have been amazing. I've been really imp- impressed. And I've also been impressed by the um, the cumulative effort of, of the community and pulling their talents to, to make the HeroScape community what it is today, either with the website or with the codex. It's and especially the, the mods, I want to give a shout out to the mods for, for putting up with, with this influx of kids and the fact that they've handled it so so professionally and so well. So, yeah, that's really oh, what I want to say. I appreciate that. And speaking of everybody's contribution, I'm really trying to push that more on the front site, you know. It's hard. Uh, it's kind of like a, you got to go out and find all this stuff, you know, and get people out there. And people have to follow through with if you delegate. And it's hard to get volunteers to follow through in that. But the goal is to, to make everything easily accessible to HeroScape fans. And the core community is really providing, you know, that stuff. The core community, I mean, it's big for an online community, but it's hardly representational of all the people that are taking advantage of all your effort. And I know it can feel like, well, you know, nobody cares about my scenario and, and nobody cares about my custom unit or my contribution, whatever it may be. But there are 
plenty of people that are not represented on the forums that are coming making use of of the stuff that we provide uh that, exactly. that just that just for whatever reason they don't comment they don't they're just not comfortable with that they're not you know they're out there finding resources they're not necessarily looking for the community like some of us who are more core are one of the things that we are doing is we've developed a scenario writers guild and a few of us who write a lot of scenarios or those who saw my post about it and uh enjoy writing scenarios have kind of made a private forum made a group and uh we're going to start making testing and releasing kind of heroescapers approved scenarios like cool stuff like that first one's going to be a night raid you know you're raiding this this uh this hill as a small band and and you got there's these sentries and they can spot you and all this kind of stuff wow that's very cool so be looking for that as well the horgles heroescapers approved scenarios all new stuff coming to heroescapers.com it's an exciting time. <laughs> and speaking of new stuff coming to Heroescapers.com, uh, something that you've all been waiting for. Yes, it is true. Craig Van Ness will be on next podcast. I'll be making a post about it on the forums so that you can ask your questions, and I'll pick maybe, I don't know, I'll pick a few of them. We'll ask Craig those as, as well as, as my standard podcast interview for Craig. So that's coming up. Be looking forward to that. Lots of good things coming to Heroescapers, so stay tuned. Stay tuned.